What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward with Mary Fernandez. Mary is a blogger, entrepreneur, an online visibility strategist, and content marketer for Optin Monster. Mary is also the host of the outstanding podcast series, Persuasion Nation, and leads the fast-growing Persuasion Nation Facebook group for entrepreneurs, where she talks about everything from growing your email list to content and marketing strategy and much, much more. Welcome, Mary. How are you today? I am doing so great. I'm really, really happy to be on your show. And thank you so much for having me, John. Absolutely happy and thrilled to have you. I was in LA last week, and I'm so sorry that we did not get a chance to meet up. But as you know, my plane flight got completely messed up. And so it kind of threw my entire schedule out of whack. So this is a great opportunity for me to connect with you and to share your story with our listeners. Well, I'm just happy to be hearing your voice, and hopefully sometime soon, then I'll be able to meet you in person. (laughs) Definitely. Well, Mary, I only touched a little bit on the intro on your extraordinary career, and I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about yourself with our listeners. Tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got there. Absolutely. So, okay, I first got into blogging and content marketing quite by accident, really. Mm. I I had this website that was for my ballet students. I was teaching ballet, and I just had a lot of information that I wanted to share with them that we just didn't have time to cover in class. I mean, if I had just been blabbing on and on about everything I wanted to teach them, then their muscles would have gotten cold and they would have been really upset with me, probably (laughs) been yawning. But uh, so I just decided, okay, I'm just going to start this blog so that, you know, I can teach them these things. And uh, little did I know that I would start ranking in Google for these search terms that people were looking for answers related to teaching ballet. So I started growing this this platform uh, of of ballet teachers, and that just evolved into a business. It ended up uh, I was I was selling online courses and books and DVDs and just all kinds of educational products to these teachers. Uh, but I started having kids and. Um, Uh, right now I I have three little ones under the age of seven and it just teaching ballet was just not the, the right fit for my lifestyle anymore. Uh, you have to do it in the evenings or on the weekends Mm -hmm. and, um, because that's when the kids are out of school, but that's the time when I want to be spending time with my kids. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so I wanted to get out of teaching ballet and I, I just knew that it was time for a shift and uh, I, I thought, well, maybe I can turn this into a fitness business instead of a ballet business. That would be a lot more flexible. So I tried to launch a fitness product. That failed. But I realized that I love entrepreneurs. And I realized that after attending a, a mastermind with some other entrepreneurs. And I just really wanted to teach blogging and all that I had learned from building this uh, this ballet website. So I started guest blogging for these popular uh, magazines and online publications. And I was talking about the topic of 
content marketing and, and growing your blog. And I just got a really good response from that. And those guest posts turned into relationships with influencers in the industry. And eventually it led to a job offer to be the content marketer for Optin Monster. So oh, that's, that's awesome. where I am now. That's great. And Mary, I got to ask, so when you launched the uh, ballet blogging site, I mean, had you had a lot of experience blogging before? Not at all. Wow. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> no, I mean, I always kind of liked writing. So that was something that came naturally to me. But writing blog posts was a totally different animal. And yeah. I had to kind of unlearn all of the things that I had learned in school about writing in order to write good blog posts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love what I love about your story is how, I mean, you were just taking something that you knew so much about. I mean, you you knew everything there was about ballet, but you were also filling a need. Uh, you know, you couldn't just, as you said, you couldn't just keep the the students there while their, their, you know, their feet and their muscles got cold, telling them all the stuff that you wanted to. So you created this portal where you could fill in those gaps. And then from there, it just started you on that journey to become a content marketer. And now, you know, now you also have a podcast. So do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about Persuasion Nation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Persuasion Nation was born out of uh, my love of persuasion psychology. So as I, I was learning more and more about content marketing, I was learning these persuasive techniques that you can use to uh, to really get your message across in a more effective way and get people to really, um, well, just listen to what you're, you have to say and, and be influenced by you. So uh, I started this podcast for entrepreneurs to uh, to teach them what I've been learning about persuasion psychology and and also to learn more myself. I'm, I'm interviewing people who are uh, knowledgeable in many different areas of, of expertise, particularly related to internet marketing, and I'm just learning so much in the process. Yeah, it's, one, it's such a wonderful forum, but I, I got to ask, I mean, did you ever imagine you know, when maybe when you were in school or when you were growing up that this is what you would be doing with your career? Not at all. Actually, I was a bio major and I only got there after uh, trying out quite a few different majors. I really had no idea what I wanted to do growing up, honestly. I, there, I had so many different passions. But now that I'm here, I can kind of look back and see that, oh, yeah, I've always done these things that's, that are related to what I'm doing now. Uh, but if I had, if somebody had told me in college that I was going to be doing marketing, then I would, I would not have believed it. I would have thought <laughs> that is ridiculous. Like, it's just seemed like an icky topic to me that I would never have touched with a 10 foot pole, but now I love it. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're, you're absolutely crushing it. And I absolutely love it. And for our listeners, you know, can you define for them just very quickly what content marketing is? Sure. So it's just using a blog as a tool to get people to your business. So it's, it's really just writing about what you're an expert at. And like you said, filling a need. So people are looking for answers online, they're going to Google, or they're going to YouTube, and they're, they're looking for answers to their questions, and you are answering those questions, and then uh, leading them to your business. Yeah, absolutely love it because it's such a great organic way to generate, you know, that that buzz about your business is by giving away useful content that's helpful to, you know, someone who's looking for it. 
Exactly. And those are the people who who are your ideal customers, those people who are looking for the answers that you can solve. Absolutely. Well, Mary, this leads perfectly into my next question. As someone who does so much, how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? <laughs> well, I think in the morning, taking a shower really, really helps. <laughs> There's just something about it, like being in the shower. Maybe it's the white noise or maybe it's just how comfortable it is, you know, the, the warm water or whatever. But um, that's when like the ideas start flowing for me and like I'll start getting inspiration when I'm in the shower. And then um, once those, you know, creative juices are flowing, then I can actually sit down and create a piece of content. Yeah, that's great. I mean, do you have a, a routine? So it starts with the ideation process i love it in the shower and i never really thought of it that way i mean it's a great uh space to just you know to have that white noise that blocks out everything else that you're getting bombarded with so it really is a great time to have that that me time but then what do you do after that in order to kind of jog those creative juices hmm well, I think when I actually sit down and write a piece of content, then what I what I always like to do first is create an outline for it. So I take whatever, you know, ideas I had in my head and I just write down like a rough outline instead of trying to actually start writing the piece. Uh, and it just it helps me to overcome that blank page that's just so intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you more of a do you start by using a piece of paper or are you on your on your are you on your laptop right away? I think I I start with the computer. Uh I definitely tend to for some reason I just tend to write better when I'm on the computer at my keyboard. Uh but at the same time in the middle of the day, it can get really tiring to be staring at the screen all day long, especially <laughs> because I'm writing all the time. Maybe it takes a lot of endurance. I mean, it is Yeah. It, yeah, you really have to it really is that marathon. It is. So, it's definitely good to to go to paper once in a while and and rest your eyes and go outside maybe and, you know, just uh, take in some sights and, you know, get a different perspective. Yeah, I love that because you start out with that burst of energy in the morning. But what I love about what you do, Mary, is that you also incorporate those breaks where you'll go outside, get some fresh air, maybe stretch the muscles. And I think that's really, really important, especially if you are doing something that really involves a lot of mental energy like writing. Exactly. Yes, I think it's it's just I, I don't know what I would do without it. I'd probably go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary, let's talk a little bit about something that's really part of the career and entrepreneurial journey. You touched on it earlier. And as you know, I mean, facing setbacks and failures, it's part of the bargain of doing something that you mm -hmm. love every day. So I was wondering if you could share with our listeners a time when you felt like you failed and a lesson you learned about when it's the right time to pivot or shift course. Yeah. Well, so I think first of all, I felt like a bit of a failure back with the ballet blog, but just feeling like, well, okay, this wasn't the right fit for my lifestyle. And, and that in and of itself, that realization felt a bit like a failure, even though it's not, but it's just part of the journey. But you know, at the time it feels that way, like, well, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. So I need to pivot. And then when I went to uh, the fitness program that I tried to launch, uh, so it was a prenatal fitness program. I was pregnant at the time, so it seemed like the perfect time to do it. And uh, I I was uh, doing this, this sales funnel with Facebook ads that the 
Facebook ads were running great. Everything, uh, the feedback that I was getting from the expecting moms was just amazing. They all loved the free content that I was giving them. Uh, but when it came to converting all of those leads into sales, I only converted less than 1% mm. of those. And I was really hoping for more, at least 3%. Then I would have felt like, okay, this is this is maybe a good product that I should pursue further. And I think I could have tweaked it, tweaked the funnel, and then turned it into more of a success. But I think at that moment, I realized that my heart just wasn't in it. And I didn't want to tweak it. (laughs) I didn't want to go and tweak this because it just wasn't what I wanted to do either. So, uh, so I think that's just, you know, it's all, it's, it's part of the journey, like you said, and and you kind of have to try a bunch of different things. And I think when you realize that uh, that other entrepreneurs have the same struggles and that they have maybe five or six failures for every one success, then you feel, okay, this this is not me. This is not my fault. This is just the way it is. You yeah. just you have to try and fail before you will actually learn what you need to do. Yeah. And, and something that you brought up, Mary, which I think is really important for moving forward listeners is that not only was it not gelling, uh, you realized that your heart wasn't in it. And that's really what signaled to you, okay, I can tweak this and I can probably do better with it, but something inside of me is telling me that this is not where my heart where my heart is. This is not where my purpose is. It's time for me to make a pivot. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, for you, was that a hard thing to do? Was it hard to change course? Yeah. Well, so initially, uh, when I tried to launch this fitness program, I was doing it for the wrong reason in the first place, because I was thinking that I needed to leverage all of this time and energy that went into my ballet website. Mm -hmm. And I thought that maybe fitness was related enough that maybe I I could bring over some of those subscribers from my ballet website over to my fitness thing. And I only brought over one, so that didn't work. Uh, (laughs) but, But at the heart of it, though, I wasn't listening to my gut. I wasn't listening to my instincts about what I, where I really wanted to go next. I was just limiting myself and thinking that, well, I have to do this. Yeah. Otherwise, I've wasted, you know, the past five years of my life. So I better do this, you know, where, yeah. so I think, I think, um, I think your listeners, if, you know, if they can really just tune into their instincts and, um, listen to without worrying about what, whether what they're trying to do is possible or not. You know, just follow your gut and then eventually you're going to succeed. Yeah. No, I I absolutely love that. And I think we all get caught up in that at one point at another where it's like, I've already invested time and energy and maybe money into this. I feel like I have to do this as opposed to being driven by this is what I want to do. And I think that is so important, Mary. And I love that you were able to make that hard pivot and now you're doing absolutely what you love. You're crushing it. And for moving forward listeners, I mean, that's what you need to be guided by. You need to be guided by something that lights you up, that something you want to do and trust your instincts. I I know it goes back to something that sounds so simple, but it get it, you know, it's one of those things where you really have to discipline yourself and be in tune with yourself to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mary, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? 
Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to do, Mary? I'm going to pull a surprise. I'm going to switch it up just a little bit okay. because I love what you do. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this very specific because I think what you're, you're doing is so awesome. So I was wondering if we could start off. So if someone is listening to this and they're thinking about maybe starting a blog, what is one thing that you wish you had known when you started blogging that you use now that's indispensable to you? Oh my goodness. Okay. Guest blogging hands down. I mean, it grew my blog in a matter of months to the same point that my first blog grew in a matter of years. So if you can, and you, you do not need to be an established blogger to do it at all. In fact, you don't need to have your own blog at all. Uh, the, when I intentionally went about guest blogging, the, the, third time around. <laughs> um, I I just decided to guest blog exclusively before I even started writing on my own blog. And so I just I decided that I was just going to focus on email subscribers because mm-hmm. I knew that if I had an email list, then I could send them an email whenever I posted a new blog post and then I would have uh, instant traffic going there and those people would share it on social media and it would gain traction that way. So yeah, so that's definitely my, my advice to anyone just starting out is, is don't talk to a non-existent audience. Go find mm, an audience that's it. already there and then go, uh, you know, put your best foot forward, put your best content out there to that audience. And a lot of those people will come over to your email list. I absolutely love it. And for our listeners, I mean, if they're just starting out, do you have any advice on how to approach? What's your advice on approaching established bloggers, introducing yourself and offering to guest blog? Sure. Well, I think you need to keep it just really simple and don't overthink it. I think most people um, tend to overthink this isn't really not anything to be scared of because these uh, even these big blogs, they need content. So they need you. Uh, What you need to do to stand out, though, is to just come up with really good headlines Mm. that are targeted to the specific blog that you want to write for. So if you go and do your research, uh, and what I, I like to recommend is that you read at least 10 of the most popular posts on that target blog site first, yes. and then you know get a real good idea of what those headlines are in terms of format and style and length, and just take note of that then you can you can craft a few different headline ideas for your post that you think would be a really really good fit for that blog then just you know just pitch those in your email just go boom 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 here's a few ideas do you think any of these are a good fit and just say you know if not no worries i'll just go back to the drawing board and i'll come up with some more you know leave the door open to the possibility that they're going to say no so that you can pitch them again it's never it's never too late to try again if you fail just just keep trying and follow up until they give you a definite yes or no. That's the other thing that I've learned from pitching quite a few blogs yeah. is that they're busy. So yeah, they get lots of pitches. So they might not have had a chance to review yours. So just, you know, keep persisting until they actually tell you no. 
I love or it. Yes, hopefully Absolutely yes. Love it. I, I love all of that. I think that is an incredible knowledge burst share. So moving forward, listeners, I mean, you heard it from Mary. If you're thinking about starting a blog, you don't even have to have your own blog. I love that, that, you know, guest blogging, I mean, you know, build off of an established audience. If you have knowledge that's out there that you want to share, that can be a great way to start building your audience. I absolutely love it. Well, Mary, share a daily practice or habit that you have for, you know, keeping to a schedule if you are writing a blog? Sure. Well, so I use Time Doctor, which is an app that monitors the time that you spend on each of your activities. And it it actually even takes screenshots of your screen so that you can really be accountable to what you're spending your time on. And you're not going to just, you know, waste it all on social media. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Also for blogging, uh, there is an app or a plugin that I use. If you're using WordPress, I really recommend it. And it's called Edit Flow. Mm -hmm. It just really helps you with your content strategy. It gives you uh, the ability to really map out your your content for you know a month or two months or three months or however long in advance you want. You can actually see it on a calendar, oh, so that. you know where you're headed. Oh, that's I may have to download that one myself. Thank you very much for sharing that, Mary. Oh, you're welcome. It's free too. <laughs> that's it's awesome. Like one of my favorite apps. And Mary, share with our listeners. Do you have a particular resource? Let's say a book, movie, song, or cultural experience that really inspired you to move forward. Yeah, so what I love to be inspired by is YouTube. Every time I go to YouTube and I just uh I listen to the um the creators there and I watch what they what they've created. It's just it's so inspiring to me. Like I mean musicians and uh comedians uh, magicians. I mean, there's there's so many creators on YouTube yeah. that are just crushing it. And even though it's not in my industry, I feel like that's what inspires me the most. In fact, I think it's good to actually look outside your industry and uh, look at what other people are creating that because it gives you ideas that are outside of the box. And it gives you ideas that are just unique that you can pull into your industry. So yeah, I'd say a, a daily dose of YouTube is That's awesome. <laughs> what you I have. Love you have particular uh, content creators or channels that you you definitely put on your must watch list. Ah, let's see. I love Niga Higa. Oh, okay, <laughs> she's just hilarious. Also, um, Fresh Big Mouth. That's okay, with an I'm not familiar F with at that the one. end. <laughs> Fresh Big Mouth is just so creative. He's a musician. Also, I have to say. James Wedmore. Yeah. Uh, he's awesome. He's, he's, yeah, he's one of my mentors. And especially if you're looking to create any content on YouTube, like he's your guy. Uh, actually, also Brandon Lucero. He's uh, another friend of mine. And uh, he is just really, really good at teaching you how to build a, a traffic to your local business with YouTube. So definitely check out those people. Awesome. Mary, those are incredible knowledge bursts. Thank you so much for sharing those with our listeners. Absolutely. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. 
You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Mary, we have listeners from many different backgrounds and walks of life in many parts of the world, and we have listeners, some listeners who are maybe struggling to find what their passion or purpose is. Maybe they're putting their time and energy into a first blog or a first YouTube channel or maybe a first podcast, and they're finding, well, you know, I'm working at it, but, you know, my heart's not really in it. So what is the one thing that Moving Forward listeners can start doing today to change things up so that they are doing what really, really excites them? Well, you know what I did when I needed to pivot and I wasn't sure which direction to go in was I actually just started surveying my family and friends mm. and just asking them, like, what am I good at? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what do, you, what do you see me as being good at? What would you want to ask me about? So I just had no idea. And I, a lot of um, experts were saying, well, you know, you should do the things that everyone um, is, is asking you for help with. And I felt like, well, but I don't know. What are people asking me for help with? I'm not really sure about that. So I just uh, came up with a list of questions and I just started asking everybody who is really close to me to answer those questions about me. And then I looked at all of the answers and I tried to find similarities. Actually, the similarities were really easy to find. It was it was kind of striking what, what a pers- an outside perspective can do for you to see like, oh, these all these people are saying kind of the same thing. They're just saying it in a little different way. Yeah. But they're all saying the same sort of thing. So that's what really helped me to realize what my strengths were. And then I think once once you know that, once you know what direction you're going to pivot towards, then just start building your email list. And, you know, don't wait to do that like like I did and yeah, like, like so many people do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. And actually, I absolutely love that share. If you're not sure what it is you're good at or you're not sure what skills and talents you have. It's hard to look at yourself sometimes and identify those. Ask your family. That's an awesome knowledge burst right there. I mean, who knows you better than your family, your close friends? They'll be able to tell you from an outsider's perspective, okay, here are the things that you're really good at. Here are the things that I always go to you for help with. And you may have that aha moment. Oh, I never thought of myself as an expert in that. But, you know, yeah, I see those patterns. And I think that's really, really a cool share. Right. So, Mary, what is next for you? Well, I'm working on an online visibility course for entrepreneurs. And it's going to be called Overnight Expert. Because basically, when I started guest blogging, it was like I was a complete nobody one day. And then I went to sleep And then, you know, sometime in the middle of the night, my post was published. And then the next morning, I had all of these comments posing questions to me as an expert on this topic. So I'm just so passionate about guest blogging. And uh, I just I want to create a course on it. So I'm working on that. And uh, I'm just I'm super excited to teach my students how to grow their own blog as well and how to grow that into a powerful marketing tool for their business. Awesome. And speaking of which, how can our listeners learn more about the great work that you're doing and make a connection with you? Oh, thank you. Well, they can visit my website. That's maryfernandez.co. And they can also tune in to my Persuasion Nation podcast, and that's on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. 
That's awesome. Absolutely. We'll have all of that posted on our website. Mary, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story, your knowledge bursts, so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you, John. It was so much fun to be here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. What a great episode and what an inspiration that Mary is. I just love the enthusiasm and energy that she has in her voice. And you can hear You can just hear it. She just loves what she does every single day. And I think the big takeaway from today's episode is put yourself out there. Create content. Content marketing, which you learned about on today's episode, is such a powerful tool to build a brand, to build presence, and to build a following. And what was great about Mary's story is that she didn't know anything about blogging, but she knew a lot about ballet. So she put it into a blog. She created a portal to fill a need, to fill a niche. And think about the journey that it took her on. She had a couple of pivots. Uh, She tried pivoting to the general fitness area. That didn't quite pan out. But then she made a couple more pivots. She was guest blogging. What an incredible knowledge burst. Guest blogging for influencers. And that led her to podcast guest spots and building up a following. And now she's an online visibility strategist and content marketer for Optin Monster. I mean, think about that moving forward, listeners. She talked about on the episode, she was not a marketing major. In fact, in her words, she found the idea of marketing icky when she was in school. But because Mary put herself out there, because she allowed herself to try different things, she discovered a passion for content marketing, and she is absolutely crushing it now and teaching other entrepreneurs to do the same. She also has a fantastic podcast, Persuasion Nation, and I encourage you to check it out. Listen to it. Every episode, you're going to learn something new and really powerful that can help you in the art of persuasion and content marketing. And to learn more about Mary and all the great work that she's doing and all of our extraordinary guests, check us out at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.